Ladies and gentlemen, coaches of all ages, welcome to the Rockstar Coaching Show, the number one podcast to help you live long and strong. Grab your avocado, put your horns up, and prepare to rock out with your Hey, it's Coach Dustin Bogle here with the Rockstar Coaching Show. I got a couple special guests with me. DG in the place to be. Hey, Coach Christian, the Phoenix of Fitness. What's up? All right. So, DG, you just might as well become the third host of the show because you've been on, like, the last six or eight episodes. So, I don't even know why I'm saying special guest. He's like, <laughs> he's like the guy that resident. showed up and never left. You yeah, know, he's the guy on your couch. Parties. Yeah, he's like, he's Well, you bring left. good energy. You bring good stuff. <laughs> he brings stuff. more value than he does yeah. rent. That's you know, good. No, so, <laughs> so, so, we're not dogging on him. We like having him. But... We wanted to chat today about one of our favorite books, and that is How to Win Friends and Influence People. I'll tell you guys right now, this is the number one book that should be a forced reading on everybody in school because it tells you one of the most important like skills, and that's building relationships, of course, gaining friends, um, just learning how to deal with people. Guess what? You're going to be dealing with them to the day you die. So right. this is a skill set you need, you want to develop. And you use it daily. It's just, are you using it in your favor or using it where it's working against you, right? So we're going to touch on the main topics in the book and also just talk about like real life practicality. All right. So one of the big things to kind of bring up is that this book was written a long time ago, but it's mind blowing how it's still applicable to today. All right. So um, again, written by Dale Carnegie, and it's just one of those books that just is timeless. It's, it's been around for a long time, decades now. And, uh, you know, people reference it all the time and how it's one of the best personal development books. So what is like this special formula, this book, How to Win Friends and Influence People? Well, one of the first principles is talking about others more than you talk about yourself. Aren't those your favorite people to hang out with um, or to be around? They come up to you and say, how is your weekend? How is things going with you? How is your job? How are your kids? What are what, what, what's up with you? What's new with you? You're like, man, this person's awesome. Like, I love talking with this person. That's one of the key factors, right? It's like, if you want to be interesting, be interested. Mm, I love that. Yeah. So, you know, that's one of the key takeaways in there is that, you know, he tells a story about how he was talking with a gal and she was into gardening and he was asking her more and more about it. Like, oh, that's interesting. Tell me more. And he would follow up every sentence with, tell me more. Why do you do this? Why do you do that? And then she left telling her husband, who's that man over there? He, you know, he was one of the most interesting people at the party. And it's because of that right there. You're being interested in them. And then you become interesting because people are like, I like that person. I can't put my finger on it. And it's because they spent their whole time talking about you. You know, and I jokingly say, but it's true. Everyone's favorite radio station is WIIFM. And what does WIIFM stand for? What's in it for me? And it's not because we're mean and we're selfish, um, but it's because it's a built in like um, mechanism for uh, survival. It's like, what's in it for me? I need to find shelter. What's in it for me? I need to find food. But then when you have all those things, now you start pointing it into like, well, what's in it for me to get that car? What's in it for me to get that promotion? So that was built in for survival mechanism, but you always got to be aware of it. Like, are you talking about yourself? Cause you're listening to that radio station. What's in it for me? Change that radio station, change the frequency to what's in it for them. How, 
what what's in it for them to talk about another person it makes you feel really good you get filled up you made that person's day so it does kind of selfishly do something for you but most importantly it does something a lot for them right you know what what i want to mention is that uh, you know I- Honestly, I got involved in fitness because I wasn't very confident. <clears throat> I was kind of a socially awkward person. I didn't really know how to start conversations. I didn't really like, honestly, I, I, it, was, it was just an insecurity thing because it wasn't that I was afraid to talk to people. I just didn't know how to start a conversation. And the yeah. second that you ask a question, the second that you start talking about someone else, all of a sudden it makes it easier for you because now they bring something up. And my pops always told me growing up, he goes, hey, life is not about knowing a lot about one thing. It's about knowing enough about everything so you can talk to each and every human being out there. That way you can learn the most, right? Mm-hmm. Because everyone has something to offer you. And the thing is, if you know a little bit to stimulate a conversation, that's all you really need, right? And the more you ask, the more that you're actually going to know about them. So then you could use that little bit to your advantage. Not saying manipulate conversations, but the truth is, is that everyone wants what's in it for them, right? At the yep. end of the day, and it's like, it's kind of selfish. And honestly, I believe it's human nature. No matter what society says and how society advances, Human nature is never going to change. And that's yeah. part of our, you know, our human DNA. So it's just really making sure that you get the most out of your life by bringing more to other people, right? Like you get filled up by filling other people up. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. a simple thing. For sure. I, I just think this book is like monumental and important, especially now in our society where everyone talks. You see that whole everyone's at a dinner table, but they're all on their phones. They're texting mm. the person right yeah. next to them. And there's no more like engagement anymore. There's no more skin to skin, you know? Yes. So, you know, it talks about smiling and, and how to stay positive and how a smile yes. attracts other people to smile, even if you don't, yes. you know, but it's just, it's like, it, it's that law of attraction type of thing. And I liked it too, as well. It didn't go into like too much biblical, but it used some biblical references. I mean, basically just treat people the way you would want to be treated, you know? No. And and it's easy because, you know, we get busy and we and we interact with so many people that sometimes we don't stop and ask ourselves, why did this person stand out? Like, man, out of, you know, the hundred people I saw today, why did this person make me feel so good? They smiled at me. You know, my barista at Starbucks smiled at me or somebody like put their hand up and said, go ahead first when we were like stuck at an intersection. It's like, oh, man, that was nice of them. And it's like we don't stop and ask ourselves that. And that's kind of what it is, is like people smiling, people being positive, people coming in with the room with a lot of energy, people walking right up to you and asking you about your life. Like, you know, you feel like really good. And why, you know, ask yourself, why is that? And when you kind of tap into that, you're like, oh, I know the secret now. I'm going to do that with everybody. That's one of my goals. When I walk into a room, it's like, I want to be interested in everybody else. I don't want to talk one minute about myself. I want to go in and I want to bring value to other people's lives by allowing them to mentally when they talk things through it's also like it's it's relief right it's therapeutic to kind of talk through things and that's a couple of my favorite questions is like what's new with you and you know if there's not oh you know not a whole lot great what are you working through because i like hearing about people's problems mm-hmm. not because i'm some sick sadistic twisted guy right. but because i'm a guy that's like a problem solving minded guy and i like hearing about your problems because i want to see if there's anything i can do to help you know like tell me are you struggling you know again as a coach easy for me to say like are you struggling anything with your nutrition are you struggling to get results are you struggling to stay motivated it's like hey tell me because i want to help you um and so you know those are some go-to things that we hear all the time right in the gym but very often things that sometimes can get also personal where people are like you know what has nothing to do with my diet this is going on at home or i'm going through this stressful thing at work or my kids are acting up and i don't know how to process it i'm taking it like i'm a bad parent and so then you start to hear other reasons that you th- that you know people are eating badly 
and you immediately think it's like, oh, you're just making bad choices. When it's lunchtime, you're just going to Jack in the Box, McDonald's, stop doing that, slap the wrist. But you, when you hear like, oh, people are going through some real crap and this is what's forcing them to go and emotionally eat. Now you start to learn like, oh man, I, this is a whole different ball game than when I signed up to become a trainer. I thought I was just going to talk calories and muscles and lifting weights. And you realize, oh man, I have to become a little bit of a life coach with this, a little bit of a fitness therapist with this role to do the most effective job. And that's where this book and these skills come into play, right? Right. And you know what? The number one thing, like just on the topic of being a fitness coach, you know, there's really four, there's four simple pillars. It's going to be your training, your nutrition, your hydration, and you know, your accountability level, your recovery level, like making sure that you, you are taking care of those things to get your fitness results. But all fitness goes back to the mind. Right. And in reality, to tap into the mind, you got to be able to to talk to not only other people, but be able to talk to yourself. Like, what is it that you're saying to yourself? How are you having conversations with yourself? The biggest thing I learned with this book is not only how I communicate with others, but the voice I got going on in my head. Because as a coach, I was always in that situation where someone's like they make a comment and they're struggling with something. Right. And like you said, we're problem minded. You know, we're, we're actually, excuse me, solution minded people. We look to solve problems. Right. Someone comes in with, with the problem and I'm ready to solve it. However, I usually would try to use an example of myself, but more often when I use an example of them or use an example of someone else or even jokingly like not jokingly but I would make a story up and I would use myself as an example but talk about myself in third person and make it sound like it was someone else it really resonated with people a little bit differently right so for me like this skill really taught me how like what don't talk about you talk about them don't be selfish be humble and I think that's one of the biggest things I took out of it it always took me out of myself took me out of my ego and it really made me care about other people more than myself and i think that actually brought more value to their life and yet again back to mine i mean it's the root of all things but it's you know i love what you said about self-talk because i always say to people if you wrote down what you say to yourself when you look in the mirror when you just talk to yourself throughout the day you wrote it down if a stranger walked up to the street and said those things to you you'd slap them in the face you'd say how dare you talk to me like that but you talk to yourself like that all the time right like there's a lot of negative chitter chatter in your mind so you know again that self-talk making it positive, saying things to yourself that lift you up, confidence, asking follow-up questions to yourself. Like that's a powerful way to make your life better, right? To make it richer. So another one that they mention is uh, first names. Like mm-hmm. it's like the sweetest sound to somebody's ears. It lights up their brain. They've done studies and they just said people like to hear the first name. And so one thing that we adopted at FBBC is trying to know every single client by their first name. Our goal is 95% or more that we want to address you by a first name basis. And people are shocked when they're like, man, you got to come check out this gym. They know everybody by their first name. And it's like, it means a lot to us. And we learned it from this book. Um, You know, it's like, we want to make it cheers without the beers. You know, they say everybody knows your name. So cheers without the beers at FBBC. So right when you walk in, you know, hey, Amanda, how's it going, Susan? Thanks for coming in today, Jake. And it's like, it makes it a little bit more homey. Like you feel like you're in a comfortable place. Um, and so that's something that they teach in this book that again, I think if this was something that we all read as a society in high school, or you were just like asked to read like part of the curriculum, we would have a lot healthier relationships, uh, across the world. Right. And one of the things like you mentioned was like fitness starts in our mind. Well, it almost continues through our relationships. And so like this relationship building toolkit that is in this book, you 
tend to go and have emotional eating situations when you're somewhere in an unhealthy place with a relationship. Like if you're having an argument with your spouse or you're having arguments with your kids or there's work stuff going on and you have team drama, doesn't that lead you to go eat the bad foods or to skip the gym and make bad decisions and go to places that you know you shouldn't? So it's like mending your relationships, making them better, offering forgiveness, becoming more interested in other people and their problems more than your own will help you to become more healthy and fit as odd as that sounds right healthy relationships healthy body in my opinion um so yeah what are some other takeaways that you guys got from this book that you really felt contributed to your life or that you pass along to clients as a tool to help them in their life you got something dj you know we're, 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 we're like dancing right now like <laughs> yeah, that's, that's all right microphone. well here's the thing i'll tell you guys right now i as soon as i read this book because i thought it was like one of those things that we should be reading and we should be using and that we should be like following the teachings of it. That's how I knew this is the first book when a team member joins our dream team, this is where they're going to start their journey because we are in the relationship business. We're in the service business and that's all off of relationships. So they need to learn these skills. And although I could tell them, why not learn it from the master? Why not learn it from the person who wrote the book on these skills so that you can better take it and, and implement it. Right. Right. Um, I've seen, uh for instance, when we go to perform better and, and Martin Rooney calls out your name, you know, and dust him over that. And that was like, both Christian and I looked at each other like, oh my gosh, of all the hundreds of people this guy's seen. And that was just like, wow, that's an awesome coach right there. That's like, oh, I want to model myself yeah. after. Because now it's that relationship. Wow, he's really in tune with that, you know. And, yes. like, I've seen it when I've taught at different locations at FPBC. Even if I'm just, like, out to Loma, go there once a week. But I'm knowing people's names there. And you just have this special bond with them, you know. So yeah. it's it's really nice. And, and, and like you said, it's it's a un, it's something that we've shied away from, I think, in, in generations and generations. So yes. getting back to that, that respect and relationship, being more interested in to people than than you are into yourself uh not yes. waiting when they're done speaking not waiting just to cram your thoughts into them but actually hearing what they're saying yes. and absorbing it that's huge dude a lot of people they're like they're waiting for you to stop talking so they can start t telling you their opinion or they can get back to talking about themselves and they're almost like hurry up and finish what you have to say i have something to say and it's like listen are you if you pay attention you listen you can really get some big golden nuggets and to, to kind of go back to that story you mentioned about Martin Rooney. So this is a mentor of mine, of the entire team in the coaching space. And I met the guy first time maybe four or five years ago. And so we got on a first name basis. And, you know, um, over the years, I've gone to multiple events, courses where he presented, just, you know, had some small chit chat. But at this particular event, which was just a few months ago, I'm in a room with 150 people. And I honestly haven't seen Martin in probably a year and a half. And so he points at me because we're doing this like this drill together. And he's all, hey, Dustin, when the guy to your left goes, you go next. And the whole team looked at each other. They left and right and like, what the heck? How does Dustin know Martin Rooney? Oh, my God, this is crazy. Are they friends? And I was just looking at the team like, guys, I'm even shocked that he remembered my name. It's at least been a year and a half, maybe even two years. But that's how he, you know, ha has even implemented these teachings into his own life and his own career. And look at the result. Like, really, at the end of the day. What is it that we're after? We're after that shocked face. Like we love seeing that reaction on our t client's face. Like, oh my God, you remember my name? How did you do that? They almost think it's like a magic trick or like, do, is there like a label somewhere? Like, how did you know that? 
And it's like, no, it's just important to us. And after seeing your reaction, you can see why it's important. The fact that you don't feel like it's important. I know your name. That's kind of sad. Don't mm. you think we should know each other's names? And again, I don't want to be like hokey and say we need to walk around with like, hi, my name is stickers on my chest <laughs> all day. And like everywhere I go, I'm walking down the street and I'm greeting people. But in places where I frequent and I see people a lot, yeah, they should know my name, you know. Um, so, yeah, uh, I guess another thing I was going to touch on with that was, um, you know, when you're interacting with people, one of the benefits of, you know, asking questions about them is asking follow up questions. You know, like, uh, again, we can ask the question just to give the ball rolling. But when someone really cares and they really want to know more, they ask follow up questions like, Mm -hmm. tell me more. Can you explain that? Why did you do this? Why did you do that? And then you go like deeper into the story. And so I think that's a big takeaway that you can get from this book as well. Um, but yeah, I guess, uh, you know, one other thing I wanted to point out and again, stop me if you guys have something that you are, I'm like, you're sitting here talking about this book and like, I should interrupt people, but I feel like I'm stepping all over you guys. Um, but, uh, an, another big thing that I would like to point out about this book is that it's very easy to read. I think in today's world, we, there are people that do read, but they're intimidated to read because they're like, oh, I haven't read since high school or books. Who does that? This is an easy read, right? And that's how I knew it'd be a good starting point for everybody on this team. So this is kind of like us reviewing this book. And it's funny because it was written in the 20s, like a book review that came out 100 (laughs) years later. But it's such a powerful book that it's worth taking a moment and kind of like glossing over the main, you know, uh, I guess, takeaways and and, uh, teachings and lessons from it as well. Um, But yeah, guys, I think that will do it for this uh episode uh if you haven't read this book highly recommend it check it out how to win friends and influence people it will change the game and teach you how to build stronger and better relationships every day all right we'll see you guys next time later